Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Shit in a bag and punch it. It's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It's Thursday. It's NXT UK time. I'm Troy, joined as always by Jay and semi-always by Big Tasty. How are we, boys? What up? Oh, so right. Um, when, when we do this, do you like you lie and pretend that it's the day the show's actually on? No, because... it's Friday. No, I was going to say, I, 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 um, <laughs> I, I expose the business. I, I, I'm the AW when I say it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just, he's just genuinely got his days mixed up. Mate. <laughs> I mean, it's mate, it's, it's Good Friday. It's like it's Jesus Friday. So it's it's Jesus Friday. <laughs> yeah, it is, man, it is. It is long weekend ahead. Super Friday now, that's something. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're in the home straight, pretty much uh, for for WrestleMania week. It's going to be jam packed, full of the wrestles. Um, and in particular, NXT UK Prelude, which is next Thursday. Yeah, next I think Thursday. it's just, it's just like replacing the show, isn't it? Basically, pretty much. Yeah, is it, is it's yeah. like a mini takeover. Is it I guess. longer or uh, they never think... specified? But looking at what they added to the cards, surely it's, it's got to be at least, yeah, at least an hour and a half. But they, were, they, were, well, they, they showed off like three matches tonight, and they treat we can get into in a little bit, but. He's showing off three matches, but they were also talking about how there was going to be promos from people as well. Yeah. Mm. So you never know. But yeah. I, mean, I, I say, you, I say that. Rampage, but... Rampage just going to womp on Walter and like, put him in like five seconds. <laughs> I, would, I would lose my fucking mind if Rampage... I was, I was saying to Troy on the NXT one, imagine if like Champa just softens Walter up and then on a Thursday, Rampage just comes up and just dock the bombs and wins. <laughs> like, right, fuck off you. <laughs> Next. <laughs> no nonsense, Rampage Brown. <laughs> so, yeah, we're here to talk about NXT UK. Um, before we do, if you want to let us know what you thought, um, come at us on social media, Facebook, at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and Twitter and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. So yeah, let's crack into the show. Uh, we kick off with Eva Valkyrie versus the debuting Stevie Turner, who I'm informed used to be part of uh, a faction called the Tokyo Cyber Squad, and she looks like yeah. I forgot to of- Google what her, her, her old name was, so I'm just doing uh, that Bob, Bobby Tyler. Okay, Bobby Tyler. Right, I have heard of it. It's like yeah. a, a cross between Kushida's gimmick and everything that was good about cyberpunk. So yeah. <laughs> That's that's her. Egg um, was very cool, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. She cut a little video promo before. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was that she said. Something she about says, NXT Turner. UK isn't is in two D, but she's <clears> in the fourth <throat> dimension. Brilliant, brilliant. Cyberpunk, awesome. Can't wait for this. She's going to come out in like those red and blue three D goggles next week. It turns out like the fourth dimension is like having oh, silver on your ringer. It's having what on your ring? Like six shiny bits, like silver. You know. Oh, okay. L- little bit, little bits of like fish net just hanging off. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, if you've seen, if you've seen them, the, um, if you've seen the musical, we will rock you. Oh yeah, there's like sort of strong, you know, dystopian music-related future vibes from the outfit. Oh, I see. 
<laughs> just worried me slightly, but uh, yeah, it, it, she's she looked she looked great. The match was fun. She did, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, on to the match. Um, Valkyrie takes control uh, from the off with a headlock. Um, Stevie manages to reverse it into one of her own. Uh, she then tests Valkyrie with her um, like a variety of kind of technical moves and then holds and takedowns. Um, but Valkyrie connects with a drop kick to try and gain control. Turner then floors her, uh, keeps on top and starts targeting the knee and the leg, um, which Eva continues to kind of favor for a little bit until she eventually manages to connect with a kick from the middle rope uh, a little later on in the match that allows her to eventually take control. Um, it was a fairly quick match, to be fair. Like after that kind of initial flurry from, from Stevie, it was pretty much one-way traffic. There were little bits of offense um, from Stevie where she, she looked good in it, but it was... Valkyrie in control for the most part. Um, Stevie evades um, a charging Valkyrie in in the corner. Um, she sort of does that thing where she where, where they leap up off the, the the turnbuckle and manages to counter that into a backstabber, which I thought pretty cool. Um, I haven't seen anyone do that before. It's quite impressive. Um, she gets a two count uh, pin attempt off that, um, and then into the finish of the match. Um, Stevie hits a, a couple of kicks um, as Valkyrie's kind of down on her knees. And then the last one, uh, Valkyrie catches that, um, hits her with several palm strikes, um, and then sort of downs her, climbs the top rope. Uh, and it's the Perry Pattaya leg drop for the wind. Decent match. Yeah. Short, sweet. Um, it's kind of what you expect from a, a debut in, in NXT UK. They, they get a decent bit of offense. And at the start, we kind of get a little bit of what they're about. Um, she seems pretty cool, though. Um, but. Valkyrie continues to be on this tear up where she's been unbeaten since forever. Yeah, it was an odd choice of, of opponent um, to put someone, obviously, someone debuting against someone who's undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's almost like a sense of something you've got to give here, either like someone comes in hot and, and gets the win or either, you know, carries Just on the continues. win streak, which, is, which yeah. is what happened. I, I think, I think um, Stevie Taylor looked look good, you know? Mm. I don't think. I don't think obviously this wasn't a squash, you know, she wasn't jobbed out or anything. Um, no, she, no, she, no, no. She, she had she's got plenty of offense in. Mm-hmm. I think it's sold that the ether was just harder, basically, wasn't she? So she uh, Yeah, that's the gist of it. Ether's so well hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're definitely building Ether up to uh, be like Kaylee Ray's next like takeover opponent, aren't they? Well yeah. she's she's more Irish. Than, more more than <laughs> that, that later. More than that later. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. Put a put put a bookmark on that one and uh, yeah. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Um, Moving on, we then get a video package um, with A-Kid reflecting on his win of the Heritage Cup. Um, Shows various clips in kind of his build-up to his debut and little bits of his wrestling career. Um, Interviews like on Spanish news channels and stuff like that. Um, I picked up on something there where when he wrestled, the the crowd chanted something in Spanish like Anonymous Kid, and that's how he got the A-Kid name. I think, wasn't he like... Didn't he debut without a name or something? So they just called him Anonymous Kid. Ah, I see. That's it. And that's why he called himself A Kid because he was just A Kid. Nice, nice. So as, as someone who's only ever like seen A Kid wrestle like without context, this mm. was really cool. It really sort of like fleshed him out a bit for me and, and gave me like a bit of it made me care about him, basically, which is uh, yeah, which yeah, is pretty yeah. cool. You know, he's he's yeah. You're saying like he obviously said about how he's proud of us in Spain, and it was a really nice little bit about how like when he was a kid, he was like a big fan of this. Like I guess this TV personality mm-hmm. um, who he, he idolised growing up, and then now he was like following him on Twitter and like following him on his matches, talking about him on on yeah. news channels and TV and stuff, and honoured to kind of have that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. NXT UK do a really good job of this, where 
like whether it's someone that's been established in the company for a bit or someone that's brand new these little short snippet video packages every week uh, just giving a little bit of backstory sometimes we only get one um and what they what i've noticed they've done certainly the last couple of months is they'll have someone come in and have a, a few matches then they'll show a video package for a week or two after that and a bit of backstory. And then they'll come back and have another match. We've got to get that initial introduction. We get to know a bit about them so that when they do reappear again for, for a match, like they feel not the complete package, but they're as a viewer, you, you've got everything you need to know about them. Um, and obviously Akid um, has been in NXT UK for, for a little while now. Um, but this was cool. Like you say, it gives that a little bit more backstory behind not just his Kind of current run in NXT, but how he got there as well, which is really cool. So yeah, it's enjoyable. Um, he says he's looking forward to Prelude next week uh, to see who his next challenger will be um, in the match between Noam Dar and Tyler Bate, which is also is that going to be fought under Heritage Cup rules? Yes, they mentioned yeah, that yeah. later in the, in the show. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that'd be pretty cool. Um, we then get um, a little segment in the gym from I think like earlier in the week between Piper Niven and Jack Stars. Um, Jack Stars is just wanting to do lots of fitness stuff. Um, for those that don't kind of know him and his character, he's very much into his fitness. Um, is easily one of the fittest guys there. Um, I think he's got uh, a bit of a powerlifting background as well, actually. Um, so he's in the gym with Piper and Evan. He's like, you know, we're going to lift that. We're going to run this. We're going to do that. And Evan just stops him in his tracks and says, you know, you may be the strongest in the gym. You may be the most athletic and this, that, and the other. Um, but it isn't all about fitness. You need to kind of switch off. And she wants to see a bit more rage from him and stuff like that. So he then just proceeds to batter and suplex a punch bag in the ring, which is yep. fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think just trying to tap into his wild side of it um i quite like these these interactions between these two each week these little segments is quite cool uh after this we get our second match uh which is Teoman against josh morrell um josh morrell's another one of those people where we've seen him in a number of matches over the last few weeks and even in defeat um still always ends up looking pretty good and very talented. Yeah, um, yeah. Pro- the proper, the, um, proper, like, jumper to the stars, isn't he? Just around at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the way they shot, like, him, because he sort of give him, like, a bit of a job or entrance, didn't he, where, like, normally he's already in the ring as music isn't even playing. Yeah, this, yeah. He, like, actually emphasized on him a bit, and he, like, winked at the camera. I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do something with him, and then then Taylor's music gets away. Nah, that's Oh, oh God. Oh, no. no he's, 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 just, he's just getting the murder, isn't he? Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's about to die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Taylor against Josh Morrell um, Taylor controls Morrell from the off um, keeps a hold of the arm uh, and keeps working that with various moves and holds uh, Morrell then uses some agility to break out and takes Taylor down with a drop kick um, he then slaps Morrell in the face as the ref calls for the break in the corner um, we see him do that a couple of times and that's kind of what suddenly fires him up and he just switches into overdrive Um he then takes out uh, the leg off the ropes, hits a basement drop kick, um, starts to dissect Morel and, and work on his leg as he's grounded. Morel then attempts to fight back. Tearman then hits a gut punch and just takes him straight down with it, which looked horrible. Um, he then hits uh, a low running forearm as Morel's on his knees, which again looked really vicious. A little bit like um, Cross's kind of forearm finisher that he does, but just sweeps him from the corner, hits him as he's just got to get him back up onto his knees. Targets um, his neck a fair bit as well in this match. Um, yeah. 
He's he's really work. vicious, man. Really yeah. vicious. Yeah, he's, he's a horrible he's, little shit, isn't he? He's really. He, <laughs> yeah. he really looks like the way he carries himself and like the way you sort of act as match. He's like super, like energetic, super vicious, super dirty, super like. Mm. Really, he really looks like he's trying his best to hurt, like you know, Morel, which we were comparing him to um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, weren't they, on commentary, which that's quite an apt, like, um, comparison, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely got a Arthur Fleck vibes to him. <laughs> um, he continues to control the match, uh, cranks Morel's neck. Uh, Morel then fights out, but... Um, fights out, uh, but off the top rope, Terman then hits a back elbow uh, and gets a two-count. Morel then rocks Terman with several forearms, um, but then responds with a few of his own. Um, Morel has a nice backflip off the corner, hits an arm drag, um, and then gets a two-count of a pinning combination. Morel goes for a, I think it's a standing moonsault, um, but Terman manages to get his knees up and counter it, then downs him with another drop kick to kind of like the knee, the lower leg area. Um, and then into the finish of the match, um, he hits a missile drop kick off the top rope to the back of Morel's neck. Um, follows up with several stomps and then locks in the crossface for the submission win. Picks up another victory. Yeah. There was a bit just before that as well where Tayman like chopped them in the heart, which was just I was going to say, yeah, there was really a bit where he like overhand chopped them right in the chest. He like knocked them to his knees and it was uh, it looked really yeah. brutal. Um, yeah, yeah, good match. Um, yeah, Tayman. It's, it's actually, I missed his first match. So this was... Um, it's the first time I've seen him in the WWE ring. And, yeah, it was really more or less the same, but against Danny Jones. Right. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. yeah. Josh awesome. Morrell makes, makes everyone look good, doesn't he? He's, he's really yeah. good at that. And, um, he, 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 you know, he bumps his ass off yeah. for, for, the, for, the, for the lads. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like he's in that position where Jack Stars was a couple of months ago before they started using Jack Stars as other than like that gatekeeper sort of role and they're, they're starting to give Stars' character a little bit more of a dimension whereas before he was just kind of the job to like the, the yeah job to the side like kind of like underdog like would sort of put in a good show but would always come up kind of second best um, but they seem to be giving him a bit more dimension like I say and it feels like Morel's sort of stepping into that role now um, which is good in a way like I say he always looks strong in defeat um, and is clearly really talented so always fun to see him um, but yeah, Tayman picks up the victory. Um, I really want to see him against Dragonoff. I was point. just about to say, I can't wait for Tayman versus Ilya. That's going to be fucking <laughs> I, mean, I think they'll, the, the they'll, they'll have surely had a couple of matches in Germany. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. It'd be really nice. Obviously, the way they build it, so like Tayman's just like sort of sadistic, sort of like, you know, loose cannon, heel, you know, um, like bad guy, like nasty human piece of work. Just have him bump around, like, fuck a few people up and then just have him run into someone who's as hard as he is basically and, uh, yeah, yeah give, let them. give him and Dragunov like a best of seven and then put them in a tag <laughs> team and just have them murder everyone <laughs> just do the uh, just, just do the bar but with them basically yeah yeah same <laughs> yeah. and just slap an Ilya on the back of the neck and Ilya going metal murder a bunch of people ah <laughs> uh, um, speaking of people murder punching and slapping people and chops etc Walter and Rampage have a face-off. Um, this is obviously ahead of their match next week for the NXT UK Championship. Uh, it's a sit-down interview with uh, Sid Scarlett sort of sat in the middle mediating. Um, this is pretty cool. Uh, just them basically t- talking about... Uh, I think that the initial question is, um, 
does it say something along the lines of do you think you're the best champion or the best NXT UK champion in history? And Walter says to Sid, um, am I the longest reigning NXT UK champion? Am I the longest reigning champion in WWE of the modern era? Then yes, of course, I'm the best NXT yeah. UK champion. Um, and then I think he goes on to say that he doesn't respect Rampage because... Rampage sees it as a job, whereas Walter sees it as his life and respects the sport, respects the mat and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, just just a lot of hype, a lot of build up for next week. Um, well, then uh, they, they do bring up interestingly um, that when Walter first came to the UK, Rampage beat him. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Walter basically says, "Yeah, but what have you done since then? Where have you been? You know, yeah. I've been I've been doing this. What have you been doing?" Yeah, basically, there was a really a really good line where he says to Rampage, "Yeah, when I came to the UK, you were the man to beat." And mm. you did meet, meet me, but what have you done since you beat me? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, it's just this. I'm so excited for this match. Yeah, me too. Yeah. While, while Walter's been winning championships and setting records, Rampage Brown's been putting out a blompy through a table. <laughs> so, you know. Every cloud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly think they're doing it. I think they're going to put Rampage over. I really uh, yeah, the, the hope they the do. The thing is with their Volta's reign though is that every time he gets a challenger, they they build it that well that you think this is the guy he's gonna dethrone mm. Volta. And then it's like, no, never mind. He, he's just he is literally just a new bro. But only, but, he sh- only... but he shows up a, a little more often. <laughs> <laughs> he shows up a little more often and he seems to genuinely enjoy what he does. Yeah. Well, at the moment he's running double duty between NXT and NXT UK. Yeah. He's more appearances on TV in the last two weeks than I think Brock's had in the last five years, so he's doing all right. So what you're telling me is uh, Volta is the Brandon Cutler of NXT. <laughs> New contract Cutler. <laughs> New contract Volta. It's going to start coming out in the Dragon Mask next. No, I mean, when's, when's Volta's D&D series? That's what I don't know. Oh, I'd love to play D&D with Volta. <laughs> <laughs> the the dice is you, the dice is sacred. I can tell him he doesn't hit on sixteen. You fucking you fucking right now. What's that twelve, mate? Yeah, hit. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, roll, mate. It's roll, fine. Rolls a natural one. Oh, that's a natural twenty. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like doing that. Wait, and just warming his hand up, ready for a shot. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, moving on, we then get. Um, a little sort of vignette video package um, of Gallus. Um, quick notes on this. Some bets have taken place suddenly at Scottish Fight Club. Wolfgang yeah. loses it. Something, something. Gallus boys on top. All, all I've got is just Gallus doing Fight Club. Yeah. 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 Ba- basically, they were trying to do a fucking British Strong Style uh, vignette from Progress. Oh, really? More Scottish. <laughs> so, I can say it because Aaron's not. Aaron's not here. Inherently more shit. Um, <laughs> uh, to, to be fair, it was nicely shot. Um, it, was, it was well shot. Yeah. It was so cool as well, the way they had, like, uh, Joe with, obviously, his arms still taped up from the rampage they actually said as well they showed as a, as a result of that match he's sort of learning to fight with his other hand as well. He's like, oh, aren't, like, aren't you normally a southpaw? He's like, yeah, but it's quite cool. His left arm's fucked, so he's having to learn how to punch with his right now, which is yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> um, next up we get Kaylee Ray in the ring uh, she comes out and says that she asked for the best in the world NXT UK gave her that and she beat that and continued to prove um, that she is the best and that she's the forever champion um, 
she's proved everyone wrong that said she would lose and thought she would lose to Satamora. Uh, and then Coventry's own Millie McKenzie comes out. Yes, lass. Uh, comes well, out and challenges her. Who comes who, out? Sorry? Who, who did you say? Shut up. You know what I said. I didn't stutter. <laughs> I was just, just there because they kept calling her Amelia McKenzie. Yeah, I know. Not it. Bastards. I'm not having it. Bastards. She'll always be Millie to me. Friend of the podcast, Millie McKenzie. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Millie McKenzie comes out, challenges her. Um, and then out of nowhere, Isla Dawn uh, takes down Millie on the outside of the ring drags her in and just as her and Kaylee are about to hit the double team, uh, Mako Satomura comes to her aid uh, and equals the odds. Uh, then that's kind of the end of that. Uh, they've, they've, until... uh, they've tweaked Mako's music and I'm not happy about it. Oh, really? Yeah, they've like, because like they had the, um, they had the sort of, um, the, I don't remember what the name of the string is, the Japanese one, you know, where it's like, mm. yeah, they had yeah, that. Yeah loud and then they had the heavy guitars like lower so that was like over it oh i see and they've, they've changed they've shifted it so now the guitars are like kind of drowned that uh, no i like those japanese like, that was string the best harp part sounds. of the fucking music yeah yeah man harp, that's it booing um after this we get uh noam dar and tyler bait video package i haven't really written much on this um it just showed a lot of kind of pre-recorded material that we've already seen in mm. various bits of interviews and clips on this that and the other again just more hype for their their match like a training week. montage for both of us isn't it yeah yeah and it, I, it's, I and it, the, it's, it's sort of placed a very heavy emphasis as well on the fact that they will both have um representatives at ringside for this match as well oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler Bate will have um Trent Seven and uh Noam Dar will have Shah Samuels I mean, if he, if he doesn't scream East at least six times, once per round, at, at, at least as a... As a um, if he doesn't get into round. another fight with Trent Seven and call him a tart, I'm unhappy. <laughs> but because that had me, like, pissing myself last week when he called Trent Seven a tart. You'd, you'd, you'd think and you'd hope that maybe... Um, or you'd probably think, assume that it's safe to, to assume that they're going to feature into the match somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that they're obviously... This is a number one contenders match, so I don't think they're going to have it end in a DQ or anything. But it's obviously somewhere down the line going to lead to Mustache Mountain versus um, Shar and Noam Dar, yeah. aka not the kinky party. Shar and Dar. Yeah. <laughs> Shar and Dar. <laughs> Sounds like Shalimar, popular band from the <laughs> 80s. Uh, right. I sounded like Alan Partridge then. Don't do that again. Next, uh, we get a backstage bit with Sid Scala uh, approaching Kaylee Ray and Isla Dawn, uh, just telling them next week um, Johnny Saint has decided they're going to be in a tag team match against Millie and Mako. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's another another fun match onto, yeah. a, onto a fun card. So yeah, bring it on. Yeah, yeah. Next next week's NXT UK is starting to actually feel like a fucking takeover now, isn't it? I think that's the point. It's kind of like a mini well, takeover. They're holding off before yeah. before proper takeover when they can eventually well, do been, that. We've been talking, haven't we, that they're overdue a takeover. Obviously, yeah. Dublin's being keeps being postponed, but it is weird they haven't done just done one behind like closed doors. Yeah. I mean they've managed yeah, how many in the NXT in the States? Like you said, yeah. this is sort of like the best of both worlds to wait for them to, to sort of get these big matches because you, you can't just put like Walter versus Rampage Brown on a regular episode, can you? Like, I mean, they, they, they put did they, I mean, they did Walter and Dragon off on a regular episode. Which they've been building up for like almost a year. <laughs> and Walter and Aked. <laughs> both like a headline-worthy matches. Even Heritage the one they had... Yeah, even the one 
the week before Dragunov and Walter? Is it Dragunov and oh, Dunn? Oh, Dragunov and Pete Dunn versus Walter and Alexander Wolf. Yeah, again, like, could have probably put that on a takeover. And it was, yeah. So they're, yeah. they're not afraid to put, like, headline-worthy matches on there. But I, I do get what you mean. It does feel like they're, they're just holding out. But still. It's still excited. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's a fucking loaded card, though. Uh, and then, speaking of takeover-worthy matches, this one could have... I'm glad it wasn't, but it could have also... Oh, without a doubt. ...out of place. Um, it's almost, it was, I'm, almost glad, yeah, I'm almost glad that it's, it's had a dream to breathe here. Um, but yeah, what, what, obviously one match we're not... One, one title will be defended. Next week's um, prelude is the NXT UK Tag Team Championships because they're getting defended right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Pretty Deadly's first defence against Amir Jordan and um, Kenny Williams. What is Kenny Williams? Why is Kenny, Kenny Williams? We've established he's the NWO version of Ben's old flatmate, Mark. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I love the fact that we, we were speculating, weren't we, that Pretty Deadly were basically going to out-cheat Kenny Williams in this match. Mm-hmm. And uh, they basically did do that. Uh, there was a lot of, like, mind games early on with Amir Jordan. Um, Lots of shit-housery. Yeah, like... Ev- there was a really good bit where Jordan was trying to cut the ring in half and like keep uh, Sam Stoker in his corner and Stoker just kind of rolled out the ring and just scrolled just around. around. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I liked that. That was really clever. And it, made yeah, it was like, yeah. just yeah, just go outside the ring and run back to your tag team partner. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the thing I love about Pretty Deadly is they use a lot of common sense where you like go, mm. why didn't you just do that? They just go, well, here we go. We'll. Okay, we'll do it then. <laughs> yeah, um, yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Um, <laughs> I, never, I never thought... If you'd have asked me three months ago, I'd be quoting pretty deadly lines. I, I know. <laughs> un, until, until like, they won the tag title. Well, not even until they won the tag titles. I mean, they did save us from having Gallus as tag champions, because less said about that, the better. Yeah. Um, but... I think, I, like, I, since the four-way, they've, like, they've been on fire, like, as, as personalities yeah. as well as in the ring. Mm. I, I think the build-up to that four-way match where they were having that, like, mini-feud with uh, Smith and Carter... And they were like, sort of just being shit houses, going, don't know what you're talking about. We've got nothing to do with any Dennis and all that. Um, <laughs> they're, they're just great. I just fucking love them now. Yeah. Um, and they're very good at the wrestling. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Williams tags in he, and they end up like isolating and working over him. Um, it, Williams and Jordan end up clearing uh, pretty deadly out the ring and go for it. Uh, they, they debate dives, but don't do them, I believe. Um, a little later on in the match, Stoker blind tags in as Harley's getting um Harley's like getting beaten up by Jordan. Um he manages to get Amir Jordan to chase him around the ring and Stoker just blind sides him with a clothesline. He's ducked um, behind the like underneath the ring bit, you can't see him. It's I mean, they, they did that really well to Gallus as well, didn't they? Um oh, that was that was awesome when he like basically just pounced him um, Wolfgang <laughs> over the fucking barricade. Sent into the shadow room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Kenny hot tags in. He fires up on both members. He's it's like, a, it's a lovely hot tag from Kenny. Williams. Oh, it's a really good hot tag. Yeah, uh, he's like he's like uh, drop kicking both of them in each corner. Uh, I think he knocks them both out the over the top rope on either side and dives on both, doesn't he? Um, mm. One thing I'll say as well throughout the whole match, um, I think from both teams in particular, but in particular um, Jordan and Williams, the communication between each other is really cool and believable. Like there's a lot yeah. of um, yeah. like you always get the feeling like Amir Jordan's like. Not to, not leaning on Kenny Williams a bit, but he's like every every like, every time Kenny's in, he's like he's like oh go on Kenny. Like, there's a bit yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's a bit where Kenny gets a really near fall, 
And um, you can t- you can always see like he's getting a bit frustrated. You think, oh shit, is he going to try and cheat now? And mm-hmm. I mean, Jordan's like, oh come on, Kenny, you've nearly got him. Just keep on him. Just you know, keep pressing him. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like they do a really good job of showing that dynamic. And I think obviously you lose a lot from wrestling when there's no crowd there. You lose a lot of that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But I think especially in the weirdly the tag division of NXT UK is the only place I've really seen it. They gain a lot by like the, the verbal communication yeah. the wrestlers have. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, uh, I think that's that's one thing. Like obviously them not having a crowd. And not too much piped in the crowd noise that they do well is that you can you can hear all the sort of communication. Mm. Like the ref, like the ref as well. He, he always calls out the legal moments when tags in, and like he tells yeah. like the, the, the other person to get out the ring when it's like the five counts up and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, mm-hmm. and you can hear it all, and it really makes the match seem more legitimate, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah, um, pretty deadly uh, debut, and well, they said it was a new move. I've not seen them do it before. Fucking awesome, called Cross. <laughs> Crossing of the Crossing swords. Crossing the swords. I um, pissed myself. Which is this wasn't which is too long. Absolutely not. When you um, it's not PG. Um, <laughs> I was going to say it's absolutely not when you. It, it's absolutely not. It's absolutely not when you um when you touch penises during a menage a trois. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's but, funny yeah. they they made reference a few minutes before they were like oh yeah like um. Howley and Stoker have got like swords mounted on their walls at home, and they were practicing jousting yeah. the other one the yeah. other day. <laughs> I, I I love they've that got, they've like, got the medieval room in their shirt in their shirt medieval house. room. <laughs> Imagine yeah. those um, who just tanked which, up. That just, that just immediately that that just, that just immediately made me think about the crystal maze. Like, now they just yeah. <laughs> medieval zone, <laughs> <laughs> Aztec basement. <laughs> I I hope pretty deadly have a cinematic match in the crystal maze now. Now you've said that, <laughs> Richard okay. O'Brien, special <laughs> guest referee. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking finishes them going in that big thing where the money's flying up but instead it's just the tag titles just shooting up <laughs> yeah Whoever two two of, them. two of them are real the rest of them are replicas yeah <laughs> or just little ones and whoever gets like the most and like the fucking thing wins <laughs> so for any American listeners uh, the Crystal Maze is the best great game show go and watch it facts um, so yeah, crossing the swords. Um, the move itself is it was very cool. It was so yeah. yeah. Stoker hits a spear and Howley like jumps over him and hits like a diving uppercut on the other guy. Um, Quality. It's a very specific finish. Where it needs a, a lot of setup and it needs it needs for a very specific series of events for occurred in the rings. You've got to hit it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I, cool. I say you say that though, but I like the fact that they did it as kind of like a way to stop like sort of halt Amir and Kenny's momentum like mm. they were both kind of on top both going after a different member yeah and they both hit they just yeah. both hit it was Very more like a, it was more like a counter than like an actual like full on offensive move mm-hmm. yeah 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 but it, it wasn't it wasn't done like a, a move that I've not been at all vocal about hating the, the stun dog millionaire where you're relying <laughs> on your opponent to basically suplex you to be able to hit the move yeah, yeah. nonsense that was yeah, that was like they they were basically kind of catching the breath. The their opponents were after them, and then they caught them off guard, sort of thing. So it was very cool, I thought. Anyway, um, yeah. Amir and Kenny then managed to get the um, momentum back. They hit like that facebuster sent on combo, mm-hmm. um, and then Kenny hits a tornado DDT for two. A lovely tornado, lovely, yeah, yeah, nice. really good. Um, pretty deadly accident accidentally take out the uh, referee. Well, sorry, let's go back to that Tony DDT. It was Tony DDT. Um, yeah. When 
when they make the cover and like Amir Jordan dives and like inter- intercepts um, the other member. He's of the on team, the outside, isn't he? Because yeah. he's about to yeah, come and, and break out. And like honestly, we all knew they weren't going to win. Like, but fuck me for one second. Felt like it, didn't it? Well, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was right there. That's what uh, Kenny's been using as his finisher as well in NXT UK. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, like, I was like, I was like, no, they're not going to surely. And, <laughs> it was mighty close, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and you can you can see when um when Harley kicked out as well, like Kenny was like, it, the cogs were moving. He was getting a bit more like frantic and desperate to win. Mm. Um, so yeah, they accidentally take the referee just, off just, pretty just, deadly. Just, um, just, actually, just for the ref bump, there's a, there's a beautiful DDT off um, pretty deadly on Amir Jordan as well. Where he's sort oh, of like, shit, yeah, one awesome. of them, like one of them leapfrogs and he goes straight into the other one. He goes like, snap yeah, DDTs, yeah, yeah. which is yeah. really, really nice. Yeah. I was smooth as anything that. Yeah, um, I mean, that's one thing I noticed, particularly in the match against Gallus. Pretty deadly. Their, their, their tag team, double team moves are butter, like butter. Yeah, yeah. lure pack. Yeah, I think that's what that's why they've grown on me because their their actual offense is really good and really mm. like. Um. So yeah, they accidentally take the referee out. Um, I think is it Kenny's going for a dive on one of them, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's going for and, a dive on Stoker and Howley pushes and Stoker out the way. But he goes into the ref um, and, and climbs the ref. The ref million dollar babies himself on the fucking ropes. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> looks yeah. horrible. That's quite a but, uh, for uh, but in, in, uh, in the same motion, he sort of like uppercuts Kenny as well as he's coming in. Yeah, mm. and it sort of lays Kenny out, which is which is quite cool. So it's, yeah, yeah. Um, so Kenny ends up going outside the like getting rolling outside the ring. Um, he grabs a belt as a me has like basically got them like pretty much he got it on the match yeah. in the bag, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Kenny like throws it to Amir and Amir's like, What are you doing? He's like, use it. He's like, no, no, we're not gonna cheat. We're gonna we're gonna do he, it the right way. He contemplates it for a minute, doesn't he? Like he looks yeah. at it and he's like mm. There was there was a few little bits in this match where I was thinking, Are they gonna are they gonna fucking They're beat gonna and switch Amir yeah. instead? Because that would have been cool. But mm-hmm. Amir's like a fucking puppy, isn't he? You couldn't be mad at Amir. <laughs> he's such a sweet guy. <laughs> so yeah, he refuses to use it. Um and Amir goes for it's, it's some kind of double team move they do, isn't it? Mm. Um, and I, instead of like helping him, Kenny just smacks him with the belt, rolls out the ring, and just drops it in disgust. <laughs> and he's kind of looking just absolutely disgusted with Amir at the, as the whole thing. Pretty deadly. Mm. See what's happening straight away. Like um, shark smell and blood hits spilled milk. Referee comes to they win the match, retain. And Kenny's just looking absolutely appalled with Amir on the ramp while um, mm. Amir's looking like devastated. Um, I love as well, I love as well <laughs> when uh, the referee covered three, they both went, yes, boy. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely popular. They're just shit owls, isn't they? Like, and it's brilliant. That's what I mean. It's they're so such, good. They're such gobshites. But you I, got- I didn't realise their finisher was also called Spilt Milk. That had me howling when they said that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Oh, um, Christ. We had another really good main event for NXT UK. Um, another yeah. great, pretty deadly match. And I love that look, match. Really, really did. Yeah. And now I love the match. Like, I had a um, slight issue with the finish. Okay. okay. Uh, I just thought it was, it didn't do anyone any favours. So, like, Kenny Williams looked like a dickhead because he had the match one and he just threw it away for no reason. Mm. Amir Jordan right it's Amir Jordan and it makes Pretty Dead look a bit weak because they needed Kenny Williams to batter Amir Jordan so they could win 
I thought yeah, right. yeah, yeah, where where you're coming from. the way they were going to go, you got away with it because they cheat to win anyway. But if they were going to go with like, if if the if the finish was like he throws Jordan the belt, Jordan either hesitates or refuses, and then pretty deadly hit the finisher, win, and then afterwards Kenny bats him, then that's fair enough. Or yeah, hit him with yeah. the belt. Yeah, because yeah. Kenny, but there's no reason for Kenny to hit him with the belt before the match. While the match is still in progress, like they literally, like you said, he, they had the match won. Like they could have just hit the finish and, and won. Yeah. And Kenny just throws it away because he because he can't get his own way because Jordan would go super heel. Like it, it's it was just a little too on the nose. I think it was a little too too obvious and too blunt. Mm. That's fair. Again, yeah, uh, fair enough, man. But I mean, it, it didn't detract from from how much I enjoyed the match, and yeah. you know, much and obviously pretty deadly. I mean, I said they laid them up a week. It didn't, but it would have been nice for them, you know, to win their first title defense on their own merit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes or, sense. Or as I as I say, just out cheating Kenny Williams. <laughs> yeah, as like, it was, they actually didn't. They didn't cheat at all. Really, in, in, in the yeah. grand scheme of the match, like they they could have, they could have had it so um so Williams like threw the belt to Amir and then with the ref being down, um, one of them like low blow the Amir. Mm-hmm. While Amir was distracted, and then have Kenny attack Amir. Yeah, yeah. like while, well, yeah. while while Amir's having this, like while Amir's arguing with Kenny about not using the belt because I've one of the court, and like yeah, low blow and then hit spill milk or whatever. And and then, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just thought well, that was a bit. It was a bit odd the way they the way they. It, didn't, it wasn't quite consistent with with the way that they were doing the whole team dynamic. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it, it's kind of it was kind of like on brand for what they've done with Kenny, like where they had them like. Um, when he was well, Kenny, in, but Kenny, wanted to, Kenny wanted to win the title. Kenny wanted to win the belts, and he passed up a chance to win the belt just so he could hit Amir Jordan with the with the title. Like, oh yeah, no, I if, mean, if, just, if, if Jordan if Jordan cost him the title, then fair enough. But at that point, he hadn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think it was just more the uh, long term thing where, like, so they had obviously where Kenny was like injured and he was getting with me in matches with like T Bone, and then he was tra- he was like cheering on T Bone. And then eventually Amir rolled him up, rolled T Bone up and won. And uh, and Kenny was like furious, but then like, hey, well done. Uh, but <laughs> you would see he was actually seeding. So it, it's something that's like he's been dying to turn on Amir for a long time. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the for their like feud they're going to have now, presumably. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll have some awesome matches. So um, that's, that's they're both really, really cool. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was NXT UK. Um, strong episode. Um, I think. It, it, it maybe suffered a bit after, like following up that NXT episode this week for me yeah that, that, that was NXT outstanding though, wasn't it well yeah both both their Wednesday night shows this week were like flawless for me so mm. I was like okay it's going to take something big and it wasn't that it wasn't big it was just it. you could tell it was kind of they were like okay well this is like the calm before the storm for next week mm. Mm. yeah man but yeah uh, so good show what were our highs and lows? Um, my high, I'll say, was the uh, Volta Rampage bit. It was just brilliant. Mm-hmm. It was just the whole thing was really well done. Um, Volta's promo works fantastic. Yeah, like yeah. Ju- just just the fact that he can be like such a such a like he, not even like a foreign heel, just like a menacing mm-hmm. like. Pre- but he just happens to be Austrian. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that he, he really, he really did come across like almost like elitist towards Rampage, like thinking that he's a bear wrestler because he respects the actual craft a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just some really good character work. And again, it's same as the Volta Champa stuff from NXT the night before. It really kind of got me hyped up for 
the matches that he's going to have next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you got a low? My low? Um, probably... Let's have a look. There, will, there was something. Probably the Jack Stars Piper Nevin thing. Um, I love that. I like that. I like Piper Piper Nevin. You see, Piper Nevin. You seems dead nice. I just want to hang out with her and like. She is very nice. Like, I just, I've met her. She's a I lovely just, lady. I just want to um, throw a punch bag over my shoulder with her. You know, and have a good time. Yeah. No. It was. Just, it was. Just, it, it, it. This was like me really, really nitpicking now. But it was the um, the way he kind of like put the filter on the camera when he was training, and just like oh, changed yeah. it. it. Was like it was a little bit cheesy for me. Like, like um, a Rocky montage. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't like a Rocky montage, was it? It was like Grain Chill. It was just like if you filmed like Rocky in like a shopping centre in Croydon or something. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Fair enough. It was like the Be Kind Rewind version of Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> what a film. What a film indeed. <laughs> Tasty uh, highs and lows, mate. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat my trick from two, from last week. I'm gonna say my high was the main event. Um, so it was a great match, probably the best match of match oh, on the show. Um, and I love I love a good bit of tag team wrestling. Uh, my low was also the main event, or just more specifically the, the sort of weird ending they did, um, which mm. left me a little bit cold, but it didn't spoil the match for me, so it's fine. Yeah, fair enough. Um, my high is going to go to. Uh, the main event as well, actually. Really, really enjoyed the match. Um, and my low uh, is going to be the Gallus stuff. Um, I'm nitpicking because I like the way it was shot, but I just, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. I don't, I don't care for Gallus. I just, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really not invested in them sold in the or invested in them that much. So, yeah, that could have not been there and it wouldn't have made well, any Wolfgang difference. Wolfgang looks like he should be running like a fucking mechanics in EastEnders or something. <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying that Wolfgang is Kevin Webster? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't uh, tell him I said that. <laughs> I mean, I must admit, I don't, I don't think Wolfgang punching someone out in a pub car park means Gallus boys are on top. I don't think that's quite how it works, mate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does actually own a pub. Oh, fair yeah. Yeah. They shot a video package in it the other week. Mm. Looks like a shit all. <laughs> Sweet. So that was NXT UK. Um, before we go, uh, guys, you want to tell us uh, where they can get us on social media, Jay? Yes. Yeah, so uh, if you go to Facebook on YouTube and search Untitled Wrestling Podcast, you can find us there. We do all our watch-alongs on both those platforms. Um, we also do our game night on um, Facebook as well as our Twitch channel, which we've just hit affiliate. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Now we're road to partner, baby. Yes, boy. Um, yes, boy. Yes, boy. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll um, we uh, you can find us on Twitch, Twitter, and Discord, all at Untitled Rest Pod. Uh, we, as I've previously mentioned, we did our Saturday night gaming uh, stream on there. We'll also be probably doing watch-alongs for at least uh, at least both nights of WrestleMania, probably both nights of Takeover, and depending on if we can squeeze it in maybe NXT UK prelude who knows um, that's probably like the most set in stone one to be fair because 8 o'clock <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah also um, as, as I said with our gaming nights if you go on the discord you can uh, join in from there um, just send your details we'll invite you to whatever game we're playing uh, if you want to 
say you want to join, yeah. And um, pretty much an open, open thing. Nice. Uh, tasty. Beer and beards. Beer and beards. Well, you, you should know this by now. Uh, if you want beard supplies, you can go to thatchface.com, get great beard oils, brushes, sets, apparel, everything. And use the code TROYXL85 at the checkout. Get yourself 20% off. And do check them out because they are a cool company and some of their proceeds of every sale go to testicular cancer charities, which is awesome. If you want some wrestling-themed beers, you can order off of topperbrewing.com, which is my brewery. Um, I implore you, please don't order anything until next week because I have to pack so many boxes this weekend and I still have to watch an enormous amount of wrestling. <laughs> so please, please, please order, but like in a bit, maybe, you know, when I've had a bit of a rest. <laughs> but no, no, honestly, go to go to topperbrewing.com. We've got an online shop there and you can check out all of our beers. We've got some new beers going up next week. Um, <clears throat> yep, ready for WrestleMania. Uh, WrestleMania packs, all sorts of stuff going on. Just, just fucking everything. Go and have a look. Uh, top it's, all, it's all Price kicking off. Yeah, it's, it's, it's popping. It's so, yeah. all going a bit mad. <laughs> Sweet. Cheers, guys. Much appreciated. We'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Two silkworms are in a wrestling match. It ended in a tie. Fuck me. Is he doing this as well? <laughs> <laughs> you must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast Housing.